welcome to Multidimensional Mom, the podcast. I'm Stephanie Dabbitt. And I'm Sarah Malloy. And if you're lost in the midst of momming or just the wild chaos of everyday life, we're here to help. Anything from momming to the mystical, we've got you covered. Come along as my real-life bestie and I explore all the different things about mom life, midlife, and the great beyond as we celebrate the elements that make us unique as moms and as women. Because you're multidimensional and we are too. We're going to discover our magic and help you embrace your own. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm here. How are you? Also here. Also here. We're doing this on a rare Saturday night. This is how we party. I mean, I don't even have a cocktail. I don't either. I just got back from a dog walk. I'm sweating bullets. Hot out. It is. It was nice when I started. And then by the time I finished, I was like, it is too hot out here. (laughs) I know. I know. Elliot was running around outside with friends and he had taken a bath. He had bathed and came back in. And I'm like, and you need it again. You were out for an hour. It was like, just do it over again. (laughs) Anyway, happy summer. Happy summer. Should we revisit or like connect back to any notes on past episodes for a second here? We could. I you feel sound like, we like should. you have something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hint, hint. Yeah, we're recording kind of nutty because of summer and vacation. So mm-hmm. I feel like we're doing a bunch at one time. I got some great notes on Divine Feminine. People like that one. Oh, episode 15. So if you haven't listened to the Divine Feminine episode about yeah. embracing the Divine Feminine within you, you might like it. Give it a yeah. shot. Absolutely. You've had some time to think on your message from the other side. I have. I have actually. So yes, yeah, so that was that was absolutely my mother-in-law that came through, which yeah. um episode you know, 16 was Shelby Struther. That's right. Psychic that's astrologer right. Shelby Struther, who mm-hmm. is so amazing. Yeah, it was I, I felt like I learned. I mean, I said it, I think, while we were recording with her. I I feel like I took an entire college course. Yeah. In the span of 45 minutes or whatever it was. It was incredible. So much information. I need to go back and listen. Oh yeah. There's so much, there's so much. She gave us so much. And I hope to have her back again. She's got other areas of expertise that she just, she just knows so much about this stuff. I would love to have her back, but yeah, I, that was, that was definitely my mother-in-law. Definitely someone I would not have expected to come through, but honestly, yeah, you didn't I- seem surprised. No, I wasn't because I just, She's just somebody that always had something to say. Do you know what uh-huh. I mean? About didn't matter what it was. She, she was still gonna, does. <laughs> She's she like, still hey, does. Exactly. I'm not done. And another thing. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but it was, you know what though? I was, I was really glad that she came through. I I actually, because she and I had a um a pretty difficult relationship. Yeah. It was not an easy relationship at all. Pretty much, I mean, once once Steve and I were engaged. It was like suddenly, suddenly this, this like shift happened in the energy and it was like, oh, okay. So the fact that she came through with an apology was able to acknowledge when the shift happened. She mentioned a Christmas that everything kind of finally, that my walls finally went up. There was Mm -hmm. a boundary. I said, I'm done. Not doing this anymore. That's it. And, and I had more time to think on it as well. Then she mentioned she she mentioned Shelby mentioned in the reading. Yes. She's like, who's got the cheeks? Who's got the the cheeks? The baby cheeks? And I automatically am thinking Elliot, my son, because that's the baby she knew. 
she didn't, I mean, I wasn't even pregnant yet. You know, I wasn't pregnant for almost a year after she had passed, but no, she was absolutely referring to Penelope, um, my, the baby when she mentioned that. And I can't remember exactly how she put it, but something about how she's almost glad that she's not available for this one. Like, because it's like, it would, there's a cycle. cycle would continue. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was just, it was fascinating to me that that, that that was even a thought, first of all, that she knows that she's here. Yeah. You know, she knows that there's a, a granddaughter, just lots of interesting things. And it was, it was interesting too, because I did talk to, to Steve later, told him what happened and yeah, told him. I showed in the video. Well, and she had mentioned too, in the, in the tarot read she did with us, did you just leave your religion or are you, and I said, no, she said, you married to somebody or you have a partner. I said, yeah, he, I mean, he was raised Catholic and she said, well, he's going to come around to the woo. Yes. That I think we found when it happened. I think <laughs> I think think we found the moment. Maybe. And I mean, to be fair too, and for anybody that's listening, my father-in-law passed away before he could even officially become my father-in-law. So he died six weeks after we got engaged. And so mm. not only had Marianne just lost her husband, but she was about to lose a son in her eyes. Quote, which yeah. I mean, at probably the worst possible time. And so, and she mentioned too, in the reading, almost an edible kind of relationship that she had because she was grasping so hard onto Steve because she needed him to take, and he's very much like his father as well. So she needed him to be in that role. She needed a partner and she wanted him to be that partner and, you know, wanted me out of the picture. (laughs) I I don't know if it was that extreme, but that was, I mean, the fact that she acknowledged that, that in and of itself, that was everything. That was everything. So it was good for you. It was absolutely to good. Hear. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it really was. And and even Steve noticed later after, after we had talked about it and after you showed him the video and everything, we were outside later that night, just on our back porch. And he said, you seem lighter now. Oh, wow. He could feel it. He's like, there's something about you that is lighter. I mean, that, that has been a weight on my shoulders literally for how long have we been married? 15 years, over, over 15 years that all of this started. So that's a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have I that know. weight. And so it was, yeah, it was absolutely huge. So a big, big, huge thank you to Shelby for that opportunity it was yeah. not one that I was expecting, not one that I would have even thought that I would want to hear, but I was really glad for that opportunity. It was, it was absolutely, it changed a lot, I think. Oh yeah. So that's episode 16 with Shelby Strether. If you want to book your own reading, we said this in the episode, but you can go to awakening, com, and all her services are available for virtual clients as well. And she's like really amazing. I mean, I know I'm going to go back. Yeah, I'm going to go back. No doubt about it. Yeah. This week we wanted to talk about another self-help slash spiritual topic. Mm -hmm. It's some woo for you. Definitely. But it's related to kind of a self-help type theme, it's I guess. practical woo. Yeah. What's the movie Practical Magic? That's kind of what it is. Yeah. It's true. We're doing Practical Magic. We and we, this week, are here to help you raise the vibe. We're leveling up. <laughs> I found the Mario collection on Spotify. And you want to just transform yourself back to 19. Yeah, let's go back to 1986. It's hilarious. So yeah, yes, we're leveling up. Leveling up. That's great. That's great. But let's do it. So your vibe, what's your vibe? So everyone has good and bad days. 
But I feel like the vibration is something that's like a little more consistent about you. Your vibe is a little more intuitive. It's like this energetic quality. And when you're in a funk, you're feeling depressed, just kind of all around low. I feel like that's a lower vibration Mm -hmm. that you are living in. Oftentimes when you're upset or you're consumed in like the little things like gossip Uh, or drama or having difficulty in relationships, that's the lower vibe. Now, when you feel like you're vibing higher, you've risen above that lower stuff. You don't allow yourself to be consumed in the drama or issues. You're looking out for yourselves. Your boundaries are solid, your mental and physical health. All those things are just going for you, but it can be a struggle to stay in that higher vibration, Mm -hmm. even though it's a good goal for all of us to have, because that means like a happier, healthier you. Yeah, absolutely. So we went to our friend Deepak Chopra, (laughs) as we do about psychological topics. Yes. And so this is actually, I mean, it's not, we like to do this too. We like the scientific backing about our (laughs) woo insights. According to Chopra.com, everything in the universe is made up of molecules vibrating at different speeds. This includes trees, bodies, rocks, animals, thoughts, and emotions. Human vibrations are composed of everything from physical matter to the way you communicate the thoughts you think. In simple terms, some molecules vibrate faster and some slower. There are higher vibrations and lower vibrations. When you're vibrating at a higher level, you feel lighter, happier, and more at ease, whereas lower vibrations feel heavy, dark, and confused. Almost all spiritual traditions point the way toward higher realms of consciousness and scientific studies like that of consciousness research and spirituality author, Dr. David Hawkins, have even quantified the vibrations of different states of being to create a scale of consciousness. And I'm going to include that scale on this drop. And I've looked into it too, because it's like a scientific research about this scale of vibrations. And I think it's pretty cool. It is. It's very cool. It's a good visual. Yeah. It puts everything on a spectrum. I love a good visual. Yeah. And a good rainbow. Yeah. You know, we just, maybe that's why I like it. Let's be honest. I think that's it. It was a rainbow. Mm -hmm. So what do you think of all this? It absolutely makes sense. And it's, it's really interesting because, and I think there's, there's more of that, that we're going to discuss a little bit later on down the line, but yeah, there's, there's absolutely something to it. So I recently went through a training program in January, February, I started a, a training program called careers on vacation, and it's a training program for anybody that's interested in becoming a travel agent and opening like a home-based travel agency, which is something I'm slowly working on, on building up. But one of the biggest elements of this training was it was mindset training and when I first read about that I was like well okay am I joining a cult yeah exactly (laughs) what is what is this and it felt very like you know people that have the live laugh love stuff oh god like that's what it felt like and I'm like there's a level of this Right. Where it can be almost toxic positivity. Sure. And I don't love that because there is something to be said about just happy vibes only, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about masking what you're really feeling. 
allow yourself to feel those things, but learn how to elevate, learn how to get out of it too. And the way that you can do that, they actually did send everybody in the program, a deck of affirmation cards Mm -hmm. and you can get, I mean, there's things that you can get to, this just happened to be the program that I was in. This happened to be some of their favorite affirmations, but there's affirmations you can find in a lot of different places. You can write your own, you can find them online if you feel like you need a starting place, but they put them on basically these little, like almost like cardboard coasters. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. So you can just pick one out and some days it's like, you know what, this is the one that speaks to me. It is said that a lot of the most successful people will start the day with things just like this, you know, picking an affirmation and just repeating it like a mantra to yourself every day, just picking one that speaks to you for the day and just sticking by it. And, um, we're going to get into it later, but, uh, gratitude, you know, writing in a gratitude journal, taking even just 10 minutes for yourself to sort of clear your head, meditate, do whatever you need to do. Think about, you know, the things you're grateful for. Think about the things, the affirmations in your pockets, the most successful people in the world turn to those things. So I, yeah. Is there something to it? Absolutely. I just think whatever energy you put into the universe, you're going to get back. If you're putting nothing but negativity into the universe, that's, what's going to surround you. Right. And that relates to the, oh, I do want to say too, we do put daily affirmations and other stuff on our stories on Instagram every day. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. Um, That relates to, okay. Our first article is how to raise your emotional and spiritual vibration from Chopra.com and the author is Carson McKinley. We have heard time and time again, that whatever you offer out into the world will return back to you as dictated by the law of attraction. What you just talked about, like attracts, like the law of the universe says that you are responsible for your life. Um, so yeah. And it's true. I've tried to deny that before. <laughs> Me too. Me too. One of the big things that has been said in this training too, this, our mindset coach, Brandon Foster, he's somebody I should see if he would be available to, to come on the podcast. He's great, but he will say things about how your thoughts are not fact. Yes. Your thoughts are just your thoughts and your thoughts can absolutely be changed. So if you're having a bad day, if you're having a day of nothing's going right. That means I'm a terrible person. I've had those days. I think we've all had those days. That's not true. That's not true at all. Just because you have one shitty moment as a mom and go off on your kid, that doesn't mean you're a terrible mom. Yeah. Maybe you made a, a an error in judgment that one time, but that doesn't automatically seal your fate either. Right. And it's, it's, it's that, it's that line of thinking though, that, that a thought can be changed your thoughts are not your facts. It's, it's a moment. Yeah. I have it's actually those moment. exact notes later when we were going to talk about like our ways we vibe higher is thoughts are not fact because yeah. in, when you're vibing on a higher level, you are able to see that more clearly when you're in yes. the depths, you're low, you're depressed, you're dealing with a lot. Everything seems so hard. And it's and, harder and to be suffocating. Yeah. And it's harder to be observational about your life at that point. Yeah. When you're a little bit higher, you can look thing, look down on things a little more, kind of have that hindsight or that worldview where it's like, okay, I can see why I'm feeling that. It doesn't mean it's forever, or it doesn't mean that that's going to happen necessarily. Like you can kind of let things pass by in a more observational, introspective type way. Yeah. And I think that is the goal to get to. 
That's it. Exactly. Exactly. That, that can make all the difference in the world. So and the article kind of gets into, there's a really nice list here. Yeah. Let's get um, into the list. Sure. Well, and so I'll, if it's okay, I'll take number one, just because I just mentioned it is gratitude, which absolutely makes sense. It's one of the quickest ways, according to this article here to amp up your vibration, try it right now. Stop reading. Well, don't stop <laughs> listening to the podcast. Let's know what we have <laughs> don't to say, but, but look around the room, turn your attention to what you are thankful for in this moment. Cause there's always something, it might be your purring feline, the beautiful weather, or the fact that you are blessed with another day on this earth. Sometimes that's all that you need. I'm breathing today. As life coach, Tony Robbins said, love Tony Robbins. You? you can't feel fear or anger. I, it, you know what? It's just He's one of those quack. names that I've been hearing forever. He is a quack, <laughs> but I love some of this, this shit right here yeah. because it's true. Cause it, it just puts it so simply. You can't feel fear or anger while feeling gratitude at the same time. Not possible. Yeah. Therefore, when you feel yourself experiencing a low energy emotion, see if you can shift your attention to gratitude, make gratitude a habit, and it will transform your outlook on life as you start to experience a spiritual awareness and appreciation for the little things. So like, for example, I'm sitting here right now, I've got my desk in the office and I have pictures of my kids plastered everywhere. It's all I've got. I've just got four by six photos that I had printed up, bam, 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 right above my desk here. So I just look up at that and it's like, and there it is. Yeah. There they are. And sometimes when you're going through something that's hard or just sort of a phase of life that's hard, you can yeah. feel kind of the gratitude of the future too, I think, where it's yeah. like, I'm going to reap these rewards later. Yes. <laughs> it will be worth it in the long run. Yes. You know, I was thinking this is so different than what you were saying, but uh, today I went outside in the heat and I tore out this area of daylilies that have been driving me bananas. I hate the orange daylily. It is my nemesis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. My yard is all shade. And so they never bloom. So they're just, they were planted there by the previous owner and they just sit there with their green stringiness and they never even sprout. No, and they don't belong there. Like if they were happy there and they were blooming and stuff, I would leave them, but they're not, they never even bloom. And I've been mean to tear, I tore out a whole side yard of them when we moved in. And now these I've just left. So today I was like, it's the day. Today is the day. But I was so hot and it was like wet with sweat and I'm just tearing these rhizomes out and they're all like so many bulbs and who knows if you've got them all. Uh, And halfway through, I was like, this sucks. (laughs) And then I was like, but next year, when I look out here and they're not here and because my friend gave me painted ferns and I'm going to try them there. And I'm like, if I have a fern garden, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, look how beautiful, how great is this? You know, like, so So worth it. And so, yeah, sometimes I think you have to remind yourself that maybe it sucks in the moment. (laughs) I'll be grateful for this later. I'll be glad I did this, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. You're planting seeds. Well, you did the opposite. Get them. (laughs) (laughs) In preparation for something bigger and something better. And that's, that's the point of it. Okay. Number two is love. Easy, easy. Call to mind someone who is easy to love and hold that person in your heart. You can visualize them. Love is one of the highest vibrating states of being the fourth highest level on Hawkins scale of consciousness. Well, what's higher than love? We'll find out. 
but it does have the power to pull you out of the deepest of ditches, they say. So, I mean, that's true. It is true. You know, it's, I found an example of that just the other day. I went to my chiropractor as I do. I go to a chiropractor a couple days a week and Elliot was with me, but they also take your blood pressure. And usually I'm so like, I'm talking whatever, whatever. And it's like, my blood pressure ends up higher than it really is. But sitting there, I looked at Elliot and he and I were just kind of chatting while my blood pressure happened. And my blood pressure actually came up low. There you go. That's it. Right. But third one is generosity. Anytime you get stingy or greedy with anything, love, attention, or money, it lowers your vibration and it feels bad. And anytime you attach your happiness to something outside of yourself, it leaves you feeling the opposite of how you want to feel. The antidote is to be generous. Whatever you want more of in your life, offer it to someone or something else. Are you feeling poor? Give some money to charity. Are you feeling lonely? Make an effort to make a stranger smile. Don't have enough time? Give your time to a good cause. I mean, how many times have you gone shopping thinking, yep, retail therapy, and then you just you feel bad. You yeah. The thing later. Yeah. I think yep. like a good exchange Absolutely. on like a walk with Sadie, if I have a funny exchange with somebody, I feel happier. Yeah. If I yes. am having like a really shitty day, I will actually like, if I want to go get coffee, I'll buy the coffee of the person behind me. So I'm like, sure. I need to turn this beat around. Like I need to change yep. something up. Yep. Yeah. So that's a good way to do it. That's huge. Huge. Number four is meditation and breath work. Dr. Hawkins' research was based on the idea that the more true something is, the higher its level of consciousness. Ooh, I like that. Mm, The more true it is, the more authentic. Meditating and breathing mindfully calms the nervous system, improves your mood, and brings about greater feelings of peace, all high vibe qualities that will benefit your state of being. Yes, yes. Number five is a tough one for me. It's always been a tough concept and that's forgiveness. Blame is a low energy out of 22 emotions arranged from highest vibration at number one to lowest at 22 blame is number 15. So if you can work toward forgiveness, you will release yourself of this lower energy that can weigh on you like a bowling ball and up the scale you will go. It's true. And keep in mind that, and this is where I struggle with forgiveness. Forgiveness is not letting the person off the hook. And that's always something that I struggle with, but it's just the idea that accepting that they did what they did, you can't do anything to change the fact that they did what they did, but you can make the decision to not let it bug bug you anymore. Choose to not let it affect you. Choose to not, yep. Just let it roll off your back. And that's the point of forgiveness, not letting them off the hook, but not letting it interfere with your day. Yeah. Number six, eat high vibe foods. Anything you consume is life force energy. If you eat a lot of dead energy, meat, fried, or processed food, you will lower your vibration. By eating nutrient-dense, prana-rich foods like local and organic fruits and vegetables, your body literally absorbs these things, making you more light, vibrant, and alive. We're trying to get away from some of that ourselves. It's not always easy, but... Number seven is reduce or eliminate alcohol and toxins from your body. While it can temporarily feel good, alcohol is a depressant and it lowers a person's vibration. If you want to be clear, spiritually connected and have a healthy outlook on life, chances are that eliminating toxins from your body would be a good place to start. I mean, that's an easy one. 
you know, it's not easy when your husband though uh, owns liquor stores. I will have to admit. Always and it them. is sometimes a nice escape and release, but you do feel like shit the next day. You do. And sometimes was your, the key right there. You know, if you're doing that every day, if you're consuming multiple alcoholic drinks a day, I mean, you're, you're not going to feel good. Like you said, the next day, you don't even feel good in the moment. It's just a way to forget how to feel. Think positive thoughts. What you think about, you become, and each thought you think creates your future. If the thoughts you think are pessimistic, overly anxious, or in any way negative, you will likely find what you are looking for. Yeah. Be some Peter Pan up in there, yo. Uh, (laughs) Think of a wonderful thought. Sorry. Disney going to come after us now? They're not listening. They're going to sue us. I know. But it's true. And, and that's, and that and the gratitude kind of go hand in hand too. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Number nine is consuming high vibe music, TV, books, and movies. This is so important. It is. And so So, hard to remember. And so not what I do. I know. I was like, how do you even do this? But yeah, prana or the idea of the, we mentioned it kind of earlier, the life force energy is, is prana. Um, it's not limited to the food that you eat, but it includes everything you consume. Does social media make you feel energetic or insecure? I don't love social media. And I, I find that when I'm sitting there just scrolling, numbing myself through Facebook posts, uh-huh. I have to just like throw the phone across the room. Like, nope, got to take it away for now. Does the violent action film actually enhance your mood or does it contribute to your anxiety? Does the music that you listen to include violent or low vibration lyrics? Be as selective about your media intake as you are about the quality of the food that you eat. You will find newfound energy in your day. Yes. Stop watching all the murder. No, stop it. No. I, I know. Well, consider yourself low then. Right. I'm kidding. I just love the psychology of the, those shows. I don't know. I know. There's something so intriguing about the psychological aspect of it that I can't get away from. I don't know. But if the truth is, if I am feeling really low, I don't do that. Like I can't just watch all of those things over and over. Like I do need something else or especially the podcasts I listen to. I've been deleting ones off my, cause I have so many. And sometimes there are certain hosts that I'm like, every time you listen to her, I'm angry. Like I feel like (laughs) sometimes people are just like narcissistic or they come across that way in the podcast. And you're like, okay, over and over, I feel this way. So I just started deleting them off my feed. I'm like, I don't need to know why they're, what they're saying. I don't need, if it's yeah bothering me, then get rid of it. Cause it doesn't, sometimes you're right. It doesn't even bother what they have to say. If you can't even get past how they're saying it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Number 10. Do you want to take number 10? Yeah. Surround yourself with beauty. While you are at it, be sure your home and work environments reflect beauty, passion, and enthusiasm for life. I am a very big environmental person. Like if things are totally disordered and chaotic around me, I cannot focus. So I usually need to get all of that in order before I can go do something else that needs to be done. Like I can't be yeah. functioning in a dirty office, dirty kitchen, any of it. Like I need things yeah. to be in order, in order to, to have my mind in order. Yeah. And that's ironic because I cannot get my house in order and I like need it more than anything. <laughs> and I just can't, I can't do it. It's like, I don't know why that's prob that's my probable ADHD at work too. But yeah, it's, it's true though. Or if you surround yourself by beautiful people. 
I mean, this is why we do a podcast every week. What? So you can't show your face? No, because you get to look at my face. I love looking at your face. Yes. Anyway, number 11, go for a walk outside. You've got a really good way of doing this. You've got a good excuse because you've got the dog. Got a dog. She's great. The hound dog. Oh, she really does get me outside. I think everyone should walk their dog. Yeah, right. absolutely. It's a great don't excuse. just rely on your yard. Just go get out and walk the dog. Or if you don't have a dog, get yourself moving. Somehow get the sun on your face. Get your heart pumping. Take a break from the buzz of electricity and technology. Reconnect with mother nature. Even just a few minutes spent mindfully outdoors can completely shift your mood. So going for a walk around the block when you're having a mental block or a lover's quarrel. What? Can be so beneficial. What? what? And people do do that though. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I got really mad and I took a walk one time and before I knew it, I was like three miles from home. <laughs> it was a problem. And then I had to get back. Does your brand or business align with the moms who are listening to this podcast? If jumping into the earphones of our community sounds like a potentially great and easy marketing option for you, reach out. Our listener base are moms like you and I, many local and as far reaching as both coasts of the U.S. We are an independent mom-run podcast, and we are open to partner with you for ad reads on our podcast. We'll let all our mom friends know about your business, post about you on social, and read a podcast ad right here in the podcast. We could be talking about you right now. Email mdmthepod at gmail.com with inquiries. And then the last one is just be sure your relationships are vibing high. Surround yourself with people who lift you up rather than drag you down. It's so important. Oh my God. Yes. You, You felt the pull of being like at a work meeting that sucks or a gathering you never wanted to go to or people that bother you, you know, versus the people that you feel like lift you up or offer a nice perspective or just are a little more cheerful, you know? Yeah. I think of that Saturday Night Live. Remember Debbie Downer? Debbie Downer. Oh <laughs> my God. Everything you say was like, you could die of syphilis. <laughs> like whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> God, but it's true. And you know, people that are at each extreme, right? God, yeah. there was a an annual thing that I would go to um, with my my theater that I was always involved with. And there was this one woman, she was not a member of the theater. She was like a guest of somebody at the theater that came a couple years. And for whatever reason, she just glommed onto me. She was the epitome of Debbie Downer. And I was like, God. and I just got trapped. And I felt all of my life force going away. And I was at this happy party. And I was like, oh, I got it. Th- I'm, I'm getting a, I, my mom's calling me. I got to go. Yeah, so yeah. if you ever find yourself in that position, just find a way to make a hasty exit. It's awful. That's true. And in all your relationships, maybe like, you know, that you need to invest a little more in something, or maybe it's bothering you that you've had a falling out with this one friend mm-hmm. or that you haven't had enough time to invest in your marriage and you need to have some time alone with your partner or, you know, make sure that you're giving all your relationships, the really important ones, a chance to vibe higher. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the second article I really liked, this is from medium.com. It's called three habits of high vibrational people that make them successful by Kimberly Fasu. I think this one is pretty cool because there's some really good points. And this is the one where that, um, the visual You've got the it. visual, the rainbow. Yeah, yeah. And I've got it for our drop too. 
So we will put that up on Instagram at the visual is David Hawkins research. And it's this cone basically. And it's got alpha to omega down at the bottom is like shame. And it goes all the way up to enlightenment. Oh, there you go. What's above love? We asked while joy, peace, and enlightenment are the three above love. Ooh, interesting. Right below love is reason. That's a high vibrational energy. Yeah. I was just saying shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear. I'm moving up desire, anger, pride, courage is right in the middle. It says like getting by neutrality, willingness, acceptance, reason, love, joy, peace, enlightenment. Interesting. That's the scale of consciousness. Okay. So these three habits, Number one is awareness of self. Mm-hmm. When you're constantly afraid of what the future holds, you vibrate at a frequency of 100 hertz. And when your heart is full of love and joy, you vibrate higher at 500 hertz. That's amazing. Isn't it? High vibrational people achieve neutrality using reflective and observatory practices. This is why I highlighted and what I was talking about earlier. hmm like prayer or meditation to observe their thoughts, clear and calm the mind through introspection. They're able to observe their thought patterns consistently and transmute lower vibrational emotions as soon as they come in. So you can observe things without reacting. Mm -hmm. Like that's just a feeling that's not fact or have you ever heard somebody say like, watch your emotions just to pass by. Like, yes, there it is. I'm noticing it. Okay. I'm acknowledging it. And there it goes. Like you don't have to jump in. You don't have to sit in it. Yeah. Or into the heat of the moment. Yes. Yeah. I think that's cool. It's cool. And it's not always easy to do. No, not at all. It's very easy to just get trapped in your own thoughts, I feel. And so, yeah, if you can get to a point and it does take work and some of that work might include things like saying daily affirmations, writing in a gratitude journal. Right. Or the mind frame stuff. Yeah. Meditation, quieting your mind, all that stuff. Any of that stuff. All of that is so helpful. And it's, it, it does, it takes practice. That's why it's calling practicing meditation. Right. So the second is a strong why. I think that's the same as like reason. I think it's, it's somewhere in there. Reason is just below love having a strong why. So to succeed in anything, there must be a strong why. You say that in the business world all the time, find your why, find your reason. High vibrational people know their why. They know the reason they do the things that they do. They have a strong vision for their lives and what they want to experience. So it's easier for people who have this strong why to be able to achieve goals. When they do, they vibrate deeper into that abundance and it lets them feel that love. You can't, you cannot feel love or joy or peace when you're just sitting in the anger and the shame and the guilt and and all of that. The spirit of high vibrational people is not that of fear. It is that of love. And when they are full of love, they can spread love to others, which then expands even more, expands their heart, right? It's, it's sort of the idea of filling up your own cup, making sure that you're, and it says it here too. Look at Yeah. Me. I was going to say, that's the part I highlighted. That's I didn't, funny. I didn't even <laughs> You're going there. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when their cup is full, they can they give can and pour give. into others. Yes. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. And you're eliminating self-doubt when you're very strong in your why. Like, I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. You're not easily going to give in to other people questioning you or you questioning yourself. Yeah. You just know. Because you feel like you know why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. And then the last one is alignment with purpose because of their awareness of self and their strong why high vibrational people are in complete alignment with the soul's purpose. Mm -hmm. They are passionate about the work they do and are therefore aligned with the mission they came here to do. We got into that a little bit with Shelby. We did. Yeah. Your soul's purpose, what you're supposed to be doing with your work. Mm-hmm. Or with your life, what are you achieving? What were you meant to do in this life? What did you do in your past life? Um, when you feel aligned to that, it's better for everybody. Yeah. Otherwise, you feel like you're literally off your path. Yeah, you're you're wandering a little bit. You know, you're you're flailing. You don't feel grounded. You don't feel centered. You feel like you're drifting, sort of. Right. All of the analogies oh. <laughs> for not being on your path. All of them. <laughs> what do you do to raise your vibe? All those things that we talked about before, the biggest thing, and I always have to keep it in mind, just, you know, I think for a lot of moms, probably their kids are their why, you know, that's a big one for me for sure. And, and the gratitude kind of goes along with that as well. I've been through a big journey over the last couple of years. I think everybody has kind of been through something, but the last couple of years for me specifically um, with my IVF journey as well, um, I think about that all the time. I mean, I look at this baby and I'm like, if I hadn't done all of the things that I did, I wouldn't have her today, you know? And so I'm grateful for the science. I'm grateful for the doctors that were able to figure out what was wrong with me. The doctors that were able to get me, get me this baby. I mean, there's a lot that I can be grateful for. And it's the older I get, the more I can look around and go, wow, there's a really great phrase and I'm going to botch it, but it, it's something along the lines of there was a time in your life when you wished for where you are right now. Yes. It's so good. So think about that too. Think about that, especially if you're having a hard day, especially if things are not where you want them to be right now. Think about where you were 15 years ago. Or when you're thinking about starting something and it's hard, think of starting it now, transport yourself to five years from now. Yes. And then that's cool too, because that can be like, okay, then I do, I need to start because if five years from now, I'll be grateful for having started it. You'll be grateful for pulling out the day lilies. I better be (laughs) (laughs) until they like sprout up and come back next. They just won't die next year. They're going to come up in different places. (laughs) You forgot about us. (laughs) (laughs) Like whack-a-mole. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But all of those things are huge. Go take a walk. Go hug your babies, pet a cat. We have a few of those to choose from. Yeah. What do you like to do? So I wrote down a few ideas. Yeah. One, remind yourself that thoughts are not truth. You started that with that in the beginning. And that was one of mine to observe the thoughts, let them pass by. I gave maybe a few episodes ago the, no, I don't think it was on here. We were actually talking with friends. I was talking about how this couple we were talking to, the guy was saying if he wakes up in the middle of the night, he can't go back to sleep. Oh. Because he thoughts will creep in and just like keep him up. And I have absolutely had the same yep, thing. Sure. I've struggled with anxiety and especially it's always worse at night. Yeah. And I started doing this creative visualization technique, which is I put the thought on a sailboat and I, I like the motion of water. Yes. And I watch it go. 
there's the thought I'm putting it on that sailboat and it goes. Cause even if I'm having like a bad dream, I'll do that sailboat technique and watch it leave. So I don't just go back to sleep and hop back into that bad dream. Yeah. So again, with thoughts, you know, okay, that was a bad thought. I have them in the shower. I always like go to the worst. It's always about the kids, but what if this happens or they're outside? What if Kellen falls and this and that? And I'm always like, okay, that's just a thought. Just a thought. This is not real. I don't know why you're thinking irrationally right now. And let's move to another thought, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people get introspective in the shower. That's used to be where I had my best ideas for lesson planning. Absolutely. I was going to say, that's usually where I have things. And I will, I, I was actually laughing with Steve just the other day. I literally came out of the shower and I went, so I was having a thought and he just goes, oh God. Oh, here we <laughs> go. He knows because I've got a list then of all the things I thought of in the shower that we have yeah. to address right then and there. It's true. So maybe I think there is something to running water. I read that once. Maybe I heard it on a podcast. Yeah. So I think there's something to that. Some other ideas. Music always heightens a vibration, like good music, music that makes you happy. That is a proven researched thing that it can raise your energy, your levels, all of that. Yep. Now you've heard your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Is that what people say? I think so. Yes. But I think your tribe affects your vibe. (laughs) I'm going to flip it on you because the people you're hanging out with, you'll notice can affect the way you feel, especially if you're an empath, which we've talked about. Um, We We have episodes on that. Yeah. And so I think keep that in mind. If you're feeling really low and you've been hanging out with a certain person or group, that can be a sign of you needing to change it up. Consider your company. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the last one I wrote, and I think this is a really good way to raise your vibe, hobbies and interests that you're passionate about and that improve you or like feed your soul. Yeah. Because then you feel good doing them. You like doing them when you're feeling like you're doing something that's purposeful or that you love, you just vibe on a higher level. You just naturally are happier, healthier, lighter, more up for things. You get more ideas. You get in this like creative mode. I've said before, I think it's really important for us to take time to create Yes, because I think that making something, putting it out into the world, however you choose to do that is something that I don't know, just kind of grows your soul. I don't know how else to say. And you don't have to be good at something, you know, just do it. Have you ever seen like the person on the dance floor at the wedding that is having the best time? Are they the best dancer? Oh no, they're terrible. Yeah, they're no. always terrible. But man, but they're having a fantastic time, and everyone loves watching them. People, yeah, yes, and they usually get other people up there with them to dance like right. idiots. I mean, that's what's great yeah. about it. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, look at those analogies. I know, I know. We're full of them tonight. I love it. It's the Saturday night vibe. That's what it is. Oh, it's our Saturday night vibe. That's it. Where are you vibing this week? I'm trying desperately to pull myself out of the lowest vibes. You've had a lot going on though, too. We've had a lot. We're just so sad. I know. I know. And you know what? It's a temporary thing. Yeah. And it, you, you almost feel bad when you're not sad. I know. When you feel such a sense of loss. 
Did I tell you about the butterfly sign? Um, I know of it, but you haven't told me about recently. About this? Oh my God. Um, okay. So I have, I have, we haven't talked, talked about it on the podcast because I don't want to get upset. And I hate hearing people's like upsetting stories on podcasts because I'm like, they get emotional and you get emotional. Mm-hmm. But when we did have to make the decision to put down Duke. Mm-hmm. And I will just say to normalize it for other pet owners, because I think it's not something that's talked about every other pet. And I've had a lot, we've had to put them down when it's become an emergency or at that moment, like we had to take Daisy to the ER in the middle of the night because she was stroking and, you know, and it can, and with Duke, just the circumstances were that he was so bad for so long. Yeah. And that it wasn't going to be a make or break moment unless we let it become one. And it was getting, it was so bad already every day. He was pooping and peeing the house. The day we put him down, GR found him eating his own poop in the dining room because oh he just God. pooped and slipped in it. And we hadn't caught it yet. Cause it, you know, he couldn't walk. He couldn't function. He was on painkillers. It was a lot. And yeah. when you're living with him, you don't always notice. And what I want to say is it really hurt me to have to make the decision yeah. Like I said, I wasn't going to get emotional to put him down, but I think you, sometimes it comes to that. You have to ask yourself, is it that, or do you want the emergency? And that's right. what the doctor said when she came here. Cause we hired someone to come do it in the home. And she said, you know what? You're not doing the wrong thing because you're doing right by him because it's either this or it's an emergency or it's what's going to be worse to come later. He's not getting better. No, exactly. You know, and I just want to normalize that for pet parents because that can be a really hard decision. Like, why is this in my hands to take, take a life right now? You know, like it feels so overwhelming, Sure, sure. but it does sometimes come to that. And it just is what apparently we have to do for them. And, you know, I've heard people say like, if me, I wish it was that good with people. I I wish we could just decide. I was just going to say that. I wish to be able to do that is a kindness that is not afforded to human beings. Right. And I, I right. wish it were, and it doesn't have to be that way for your animals either. Yeah. You're right. And it does. I think it's, I think that's helpful for people. I think it does need to be normalized and it's not, it's not wrong to think, but if I could just hold on another day, it doesn't make you a bad person either. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. And we, I mean, we put it off. Sure. We rescheduled it. Yeah once or twice. Cause we're like, we can go another week. He can go another week, but then it came down to, we, we really can't. Yeah. But I had been telling him like preparing cause I've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I kept telling him like, go find Daisy. Yes. Daisy was the first one we lost a few years ago. He was, he was so close with her. I said, go find her. Don't stick around here for me. Go find Daisy, go, go find play Daisy. with Daisy, go, yep. you know, and I had also said, send me a butterfly when you're okay, uh, please send me that sign. So I know that you're okay. We put him down. We, I went to the neighbor's house to get the kids because they didn't stay for the actual. Sure. No, no, no. As I was walking home from across the street, we had put him down 10 minutes earlier. There is a dog in my front yard, a big old furry labradoodle. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh, I called Scott and I said, get the leash. There's a dog in the front yard. And he goes, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like, of course, already? there's a dog standing in yeah. your front yard. Of course Next. There would be. And, and I was like, so we got her. She was obviously lost. Yeah. And we're walking her around the street. Like, is anybody missing a dog? Does anyone know where this dog goes? And our next door neighbors go, um, oh, you know what? 
That's Daisy. I wish I could show you Sarah's face right now. And I didn't think anything of it at the time. Her name is Daisy. Of course it is. And she lives down the block and I haven't met her before, but we took her home. Our neighbors knew where she lived. And I was like, wow, an immediate sign, like go find Daisy. Here is Daisy. Literally standing in your yard. Okay. Yeah. Which was so beautiful. And then exactly a week later. So this was just the other day. Okay. I was talking with Maureen inside my house and um, she saw it too. She was with me. I walked her out the front door. I haven't seen a butterfly in I think a month or two, like it's kind of past monarch season here. I haven't seen anything in my yard. I don't have pollinators. I don't have a lot of flowers. I have a shady yard. I was opening the front door and all of a sudden I see something like flying, fluttering. And I thought it was a bird. And I was like, oh my God, because it was against the the door. It, It almost came in. And I was like, oh my God, it's the cats. Like I'm trying to like block whatever this is. Big old monarch. Of course it was. Flying against my front door. And I actually like grabbed my heart and I go, Oh my God, that's my sign. Yep. I said, that's what I asked for, Maureen. That was my sign. And then, and the kids were out riding. And then 10 minutes later, I'm calling the kids home. And when they come in, the butterfly came back and it was flying against the window. So I feel like it came back to let the kids know that he was okay. Yeah. 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 And I don't doubt that at all. And I, you know what, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably don't doubt it either. Like you probably buy into the woo like we do, and I'm not going to try to explain it. I really do think that was a sign. Yeah. That was him letting us know, like, I am all right. And I think it takes them a little time to get adjusted to a new realm. I hear that they're very busy at first. Yeah. So could take take a little while. Talk to all the souls of the chipmunks that he brutally murdered. Oh and a, a lot of uh, small small animals to answer to before he reached. There was the literally levels. a line of them just doing this, yeah, just, <laughs> just waiting. Just and it's you. <laughs> Welcome, but also wow, amazing, amazing. Oh, there you go. That's it. Yeah, that's it's it. A good man. story. That is good a good story. story. Well, thank y'all for listening, for hanging in with us. I have a high vibration message right here. Welcome to the podcast, JR. There you are. Open the door and then Sadie came in too fast. Too fast. I have. Oh no. JR, Sadie, and (laughs) Kellen. Everybody's here. Everyone's here. Hi, guys. Kellen, come here. Hello, Hello. the podcast world. Podcast world. world. You hear Sarah? Hi, Kellen. How are you? Hi. Hi. Hi, Hi, boys. (laughs) I love that. Uh, I think it's where they're on you. Okay, I have to close out the podcast. I'll be putting you down in one minute. Right. Go, go, go. I'll be right there. Well, that's adorable. our podcasting time is over. I've been it called to. You've been summoned. Well, there you go. So, anyway, let us know how you vibe highest on Instagram, on our Facebook group. You can join our Facebook group. It's called Multi Dimensional Moms. Mm-hmm. We talk in there. We talk a lot on Instagram, MDM, the pod, please follow us over there. That's where we put most of our stuff and we are ticking and tacking over on the TikTok. We're tick, tick, we're tick, tick, tacking, tick, tacking, tacking, tacking. I'm just tacky. 
we're doing something over there. We don't really know what, but um, mm-hmm. we are over there if that's what you do. It's, it's, it's a lot for me, but I don't, I don't like that one as much as I like Instagram, but come see us with all those things. And if you would like to uh, get your own mystical mom shirt, like Sarah, you can go check us out on mdmthestore.com. So thanks for joining us tonight. Have yourselves a great evening. Thank you so much. See you next time.